Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, fellow gamers, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are three dads who get together to talk about gaming, and since today is Thursday, that means it's time for This Week in Gaming. We have shared between the three of us the news stories that we thought were the most interesting, and now we will be bringing them to you all while adding some of our thoughts. Please make sure to rate our show five stars, leave us a written review, and come support us on Patreon. Patreon supporters unlock some amazing perks, like two bonus Squadcast episodes every month. You can check it out at MultiplayerSquad.com. I am your host, Paul, and joining me here today, he literally just got his RTX 3080 Ti, but now he's going to have to start saving because there's an upgrade coming. It's Michael. It's like when you buy a car (laughs) a month before they announce the next model, and the next model is like completely different, way beefy. (laughs) I'm looking at the prices. I got my 3080 Ti for just under $800, which was actually a steal, and I'm happy I bought it, and I think it was a steal because the next week, you know, Best Buy probably knew the next week that they were uh, announcing the 4000 series, the 40 series, (laughs) but whatever. I made this bed for myself, and I'm going to sleep in it or play games in it. Done. Oh, there you go. And also joining me and Michael, he's calling us from Oxfordshire Jail in the UK because the authorities finally caught up to him for hacking GTA 6. It's Josh. Guys, send bail. Just send bail money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. The, I have to convert they, it to euros. They, they keep feeding me these things called fish and chips, and I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what they are. <laughs> They're not oh, the chips man. I know of. <laughs> You know, after having such a packed week of news, guys, if we're honest, this week is a little oh. bit of a down week. Uh, that's why we're going to be spending some of our time talking about the new NVIDIA graphics cards. Uh, but we're going to put that off for a little bit. We're going to open up the show first by talking a little bit about the games that we've been playing lately. Josh, I know you were diving into a new game here this weekend. You want to talk a little bit about it? Well, big news is Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. The open beta is or was this weekend. By the time people are listening, this will be over. Um, but, you know, it, hey, it's Modern Warfare. It's it's Call of Duty. Like, we've mentioned this a few times. Famously, I've only ever played one Call of Duty, which was Cold War. We actually did a deep dive on that. Um, and so I was pretty amped, you know, I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to buy the game so I can play the open beta or, you know, get early access to the beta. I'm going to hop in here. I never played the initial modern warfare, uh, or modern warfare two. I hear people love it. Like a lot of people consider it the best multiplayer call of duty game. I hop in, I start running around, I'm shooting people, you know, I'm, I'm 
pretty decent at shooters. I'm, I'm no, you know, sweat or anything, but I'm not terrible either. And this feeling of like, what, what is different about this game versus the other Call of Duty that I played? Yeah. And it's literally nothing. <laughs> the answer is nothing, guys. I, mm-hmm. I, I started whining to you guys instantly. I said, I don't get it. Why were people hyped about this? I get it's a beta, but the game, as of this recording, is probably less than 30 days away. You know what I mean? There was all kinds of graphical glitches going on. The pacing was slow and clunky. I, you know, you have the whole thing where you have to unlock weapons and the attachments and the, you know, all that stuff. That doesn't bother. But I just, I found myself going like, why am I playing this? This is the most repetitive, just spawn, shoot, die, spawn, shoot, die, spawn. If you're lucky, get six kills in a row so that you get a cruise missile so that you can then bomb that on the map and kill four people. <laughs> And then just rinse and repeat. I, I've, I, you know, unabashedly, Paul, you and I have always been Battlefield guys. Michael doesn't really get into the hardcore shooters. I die. I refunded it. I legitimately yeah. refunded what? the game because, yes, because for $70, Modern Warfare 2 is $70. And Yeesh. I don't think I would play this game if it was free to play. And oh, I know yeah, there's people out there that are rolling over right now going, oh, I can't believe you, Josh. I love Call of Duty. Hey, if you love Call of Duty, I am super happy for you. But play your old Call of Duties because I can't imagine that this $70 game is any different than what you have been playing already for years and years and years. They've been the same for a decade plus. This is just Dude. Call of Duty these days. You love all of them or you just don't really care. But They're all I, just, yeah. There's nothing new. Even the graphics. I have a very good PC with a 3080 card. I've got every graphical setting cranked to max. And even then, the graphics are nothing special, man. So it's like, what makes this the 2022 Call of Duty game that everybody's going, oh, Modern Warfare 2, yeah. And I'm just going, like, this is not fun, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe I'm just not a Call of Duty guy, but I, my very, very initial early impression is I would never pay $70 for this game. You almost wonder if they charge $70 because they knew that it wasn't going to have a lot of staying power. Like a lot of games that don't sell well, like we look at uh, what was that game? The Cult of the Lambs didn't sell a huge opening weekend, but after that word of mouth made it huge. It's the opposite effect with this Call of Duty where they're like, hey, we need to bump the entry price up by 10 bucks because this game's not going to sell after opening weekend because everybody's going to have the same thing. You almost wonder if they have that kind of insight and they know people pay 70 bucks to start out and most aren't going to refund it like you did. That's crazy. Well, and at the clip that they release new Call of Duties, it's just not enough time to revolutionize right. anything. A lot of it's just a quick cash grab. I mean, it just, that's the nature of Call of Duty. We were actually planning out our schedule through the end of the year, which I said I was so proud of us because know, Josh, we have too. a long history <laughs> of like, we already recorded the last deep dive and we still don't know what we're going to play next. And at first we plugged in Modern Warfare 2. We were like, yeah, we got to cover it. It's another Call of Duty. And then after you played for a little bit, you were like, uh, if you guys just want to pivot, yeah, it's <laughs> I'm okay just, with that. I don't know that, like, as much as, like I said, Call of Duty fans, power to you. But we talked about it, and I was like, there's just, we could literally just re-release the Cold War episode, dub over every time we say Cold War <laughs> to Modern Warfare 2, and it would be the episode. Yeah. Like, legitimately, you know, we'd have to even cut out the single-player campaign portion, I think. Does, it, does Modern Warfare 2 even come with a single-player? 
I, it doesn't matter because I can guarantee you it's not worth seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, and the, the campaigns so, are so short for those anyway. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, what Real about bummer. you, Michael? What have you been playing lately? I have been playing the most expensive video game ever made uh, <laughs> via crowdfunding. Uh, I've just been, you know, obviously Cyberpunk 2077. I've been playing pretty much all day yesterday and, uh, you know, a couple hours a night if, if, each week. But uh, I did play um, a bit of Star Citizen again this week. I uh, got a few hours in there. I like it so far. Uh, you know, there's a lot of comparisons, obviously, to Elite Dangerous. Uh, the barrier to entry is a little bit easier, though. It's not quite as hard to figure out and so forth, probably because, you know, there's just not as much to do. Um, it's not as much of a space simulator, but I do like, I am very happy so far with the shooter aspect of it. Um, you know, you get these missions where this, this, uh, station on a moon has been taken over by, you know, essentially space pirates or whatever. You gotta go liberate it and so forth. They come in waves. There's a lot of variety to it. Um, very polished for, um, surprisingly polished for um, I mean, a shooter game that also has space simulator in it. It's not like they haven't been working on this game for 15 years now. Either. It's not like they haven't <laughs> put a little bit of money into it. So, But it's good. I've been having a good time with it. So that's about all I can say really for now. It's just it's worth a shot if you're someone that likes those. Maybe No Man's Sky players or Elite Dangerous players. Uh, but it does have a bit of a barrier to entry. It's a little bit, you know, where there's a lot of commands on your keyboard and stuff. But honestly, it's not nearly as long as hard to get into. It's now, really dangerous. At the risk of sounding stupid, especially for being a co-host for a gaming podcast, do you have to buy Star Citizen? Kind of. So <laughs> you do have to buy one ship to start out. So that's the crowdsourcing. Uh, the ship that I bought was like $35. Um, pretty much everything else in the game you can get Um in-game with in-game cash like you know some people do still spend money there are people that spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on this game you know or whatever for you know super ships and so forth and then there's also like an in-game economy where um you know you can buy game you can buy ships with real money if you want to um but those aren't on sale all the time. So then if you buy one for the money, you can save, sell it to another player for okay. like in-game credits. So you got to spend a little bit on it, but not much. And honestly, you can probably play it for like 15 bucks. I think okay, so you don't have to buy like the game. Bucks. You just have to no. buy... You can download the game, but to play, you have to buy a ship. Just buy a ship. Okay, yep. gotcha. Any ship. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you guys have been playing some boring games because yeah. I've been getting my trombone on, oh, boys. Oh, boy. This... <laughs> <laughs> somehow this game trombone champ kind of took the whole internet by storm this last week the last time i remember this happening was keep talking and everybody explodes where i would hop onto reddit and on the main page i'm seeing posts of people playing everybody or, uh, keep talking and this week i kept seeing trombone champ pop up and i'd watch these little you know short you know, uh, 70 second clips of somebody playing a song with a horrible sounding trombone. And it seemed kind of funny. And then I saw that the game was 15 bucks and I kept seeing more and more posts. I think even PC gamer jokingly said it's clearly the game of the year because it's the most fun game to play. So I picked it up for 15 bucks to give it a shot myself. And I have not had this much fun playing a game in quite some time. Are you it serious? Is, it is so freaking funny. I feel like you're trolling us, Paul. I even we had a little dis, we had a conversation on Discord about this and because you sent me a gameplay footage cuz I was like, "Wait, is this real? Like why are people cuz I saw the same thing and then you sent me a clip and I literally wrote back and I said, "Oh, okay, so I get it. It's a joke." 
<laughs> kinda. It is incredibly fun to play, and it just makes you laugh the entire time. So the whole idea behind this is it's exactly like like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, except you play it with a mouse, and it is just based on you move your mouse up or down to match the pitch, and then you have to press any button on the keyboard to blow through your trombone. And so as you're playing these very famous songs like Take Me Out to the Ball Game, or playing like Auld Lang Syne, because these are all like royalty free songs right. that you can play. Right. And inevitably you're you're sounding like a fifth grader who has just picked up a trombone and you're trying to play with the orchestra. So maybe I can add a little clip that way people know what we're talking about. But the funny thing about the game is that your mouse is inverted. That's what makes the game so like, hard. So what? it's not as simple as just moving your mouse up or down. It's it's inverted, and these songs start to play quickly. So even some of the old classical songs are like modern remixes, and you are frantically moving this mouse with inverted controls, trying to not sound like a complete idiot on the trombone. Um, but it's actually... Pretty well made for $15, and I highly recommend everybody check it out. I Why? I will make you this guarantee, Paul. I will never buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, last I saw, it's a 97% on Steam. I, everybody loves this game. ridiculous to me. The video, <laughs> I, that's why I said this game seems like it's the biggest joke or like troll. I had to check the calendar. I'm like, is it April Fool's? Like, what is going on? How is it any different than DDR? It's exactly the same. I know, but I didn't like DDR either. It's just trombone does not scream, I'm a super exciting instrument. Like, you know, like Dance Dance Revolution, you're dancing. Guitar Hero, it's a guitar. Hello, rock band, all of it. Trombone? Seriously, when I heard this, when you were talking about this earlier this week, I was like, man, supporters of capitalism must be thrilled because people will buy anything. (laughs) Like, this does not make sense to me. It's a trombone. Why an inverted mouse? Just because they wanted to make it harder? Is there anything about a trombone that makes, like, you think that should be inverted? I know, I know the answer to this because as you move your mouse up, it's extending the slide on the trombone. And when you pull your Ah. mouse down, it's like you're pulling the slide of the trombone back. So they tried to mimic the actual motion of playing a trombone. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's a game that I would not have even glanced at, except for the fact that clearly everyone who has picked it up loves it. So it sounds dumb, but as soon as you start watching the gameplay and see people laughing and playing along with it, I mean, the game itself totally gets this. They make fun of trombones in the entire game. Every time you load up a song, it gives you fake facts about trombones. (laughs) And so it says things like, the world record for the person who owns the most trombones is two. Or it'll say, people who play the trombone are called tromboners. 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 If you line up every trombone on Earth, it'll wrap around the solar system four times. So like, the game is intentionally made to be very funny. Uh, Highly recommend checking it out. For $15, it's so cheap. I guarantee you $15 in Trombone Champ is better than putting $70 toward Modern Warfare 2. That is probably... I can agree <laughs> with you there, right. Paul. Yeah. 
Oh, and shockingly, it has a card system. You earned. I, did, I, I, did, <laughs> I forgot about this. this. I saw the video yeah. on this. It, they actually mix like a bunch of different like popular game mechanics together, yeah. which I did make me chuckle. Oh, it's it's kind of funny. So basically, you earn currency based on how many notes you hit when you play a game, and then you spend that on a deck of cards, and then they give you four cards, and it's just like famous composers. It does. It serves no purpose to the game. It's just part of the humor. But what happens is you can end up with multiple of the same card. And if you don't want them, you can turn your card into turds. That's what it says. Like, turn it into turds. (laughs) And then you get turd currency. And then you pay with turds to unlock other cards that you do want. So it's just a goofy, silly game. These developers were intoxicated when they made yeah. this game. Although it's, one dude. it's funny, it's one dude. With, yeah, with that dude's rich system, now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, with a card system and all this stuff, though. I, all I'm hearing, Paul, this is my my thoughts on it. I can play it in a house. I can play it with a mouse. If I get all the cards, I have a full house. I do not like trombone champ. I do not like it, Sam. I am. You gotta gotta watch some clips, guys. You're totally missing out because it's hitting the front page of Reddit for. Uh, a it really is. I, it this is, is taking the world by storm, and I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> Yeah, 97% on Steam. I did double check. Oh my goodness. All right, well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back with some multiplayer gaming podcast. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, moving on to some other news here for this week. We got a little bit of a short GTA 6 update. So last week we <laughs> talked all about the 90 videos that had been leaked by a hacker and this week we found out that a person has been arrested and suspected of this Wait. hack. It is not Josh, even though we said it was. <laughs> we know it can't be Josh. Alibi. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was traveling to the UK this week. That's why I was surprised, no. you know. Yeah, and and the hacker is a 17-year-old. And we know that Josh oh. is much, much older than 17. Just, just a year or two. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this guy's been busted, <laughs> GTA what? style. You mean he didn't get away with this? One of the no. most like you know renowned hacks ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think I had read that even his other fellow hackers were like doxing him and giving the info. I think even the hacker oh, wow. himself was out there 
DMing people, offering the source code for money and all kinds of stuff. But they've now been arrested. And I think what's very funny is that this hacker is pretty young at 17. He was only eight years old when GTA 5 released, oh which God. I think is Holy very cow. funny. Do you think he was mad about how long they went? without making gta 6 and was finally like i'll show you guys half his lifetime he waited half a lifetime to hack this game and he had so much hacking ahead of him too it's very sad yeah it seems like they were just relying on phishing tactics to get people's login info so it looks like this might be the same person who had hacked uh uber uber the previous week and they got into some of the rockstar employee accounts so just a little bit of an update there. I don't think there's too much more to cover in that regard, but we did at least want to let people know about that update. Yeah, don't don't by the way, you know, every we there was a it was big big gaming news. Don't hack things. Le- leave people alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't break the law. And don't go to jail. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to break right. the law, don't get caught, but don't break the law. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest way to stay out of yeah. jail is don't well, do it. Yeah, don't don't do bad things, guys. That's just what you do. Play trombone champ at home. Just do that. You'll be safe. I, I oh, think that one of the interesting things threaten me, Michael. I hey <laughs> hey, you know. Uh, I think one of the interesting things that came out of this too is that um, uh, some people were saying that the leaked footage of GTA Six looked bad, like they were panning the graphics, and other developers went to support Rockstar I did and think started that was putting cool. out. Yeah, it was cool. They started putting out like, here's what our game looked like, and it came out like God of War or something. They like. That was really cool that other developers came to support Rockstar on this because nobody likes a hack. Nobody likes this. Uh, the kid that did it doesn't even like it now because he's going to prison. But it's just really cool to see that like coming together like that, even though they're competitors. It was really neat. There, there was another. The devs of con- the game Control, which is a beautiful game, uh, came forward and said, "Listen, all you people that are trolling Rockstar for how the game looks, like you don't know anything about game development." So they actually right. posted what their graphics look like prior to that and it looked very very similar <laughs> so if, it, if nothing else we got a glimpse behind the curtain as to what game development actually looks like and the different stages of it and stuff like that so um yeah i mean it didn't it, this article doesn't surprise me that this dude is arrested and in jail now either yeah yeah, yeah it, it was nice to see other developers come out even like forbes and all these different publications said this game actually looks fantastic given where they were at That's in the development process yeah yeah, yeah. All right, well, moving on, let's talk a little bit about Steam. So if you guys have logged in lately, you might have noticed that there is a new stats screen that you can visit. They have decided to add a chart system inside Steam. It'll show you a bunch of stats, like how many people are currently playing the top games. So instead of having to check out Steam charts, which we always knew was not necessarily perfectly accurate, Steam now has it built into the actual um, service, which I think is pretty cool. And one of the interesting things is that Cyberpunk continues yeah. to climb the charts crazy. at the top is, now. Oh, it, did it overtake it, it, Modern wow. Warfare? Last uh, I looked, it was oh, number two. Uh, not for concurrent, but for single player, it's number one. Yeah, single player, it is the number one played game. It is only behind CSGO, Dota 2, Apex, PUBG, Lost Ark, and the Modern Warfare 2 beta. Right. So it's the number one played single player, and it's the number two overall selling game only behind Modern Warfare 2 pre-orders. And maybe a lot of those are getting refunded. Like, right. I mean, <laughs> they're coming back. If you guys think about it, we did announce that we're going to start, we're going to do another deep dive on Cyberpunk a couple weeks ago. And uh-huh. now all the Steam charts, I don't yeah. want to say anything, but I'm just it, saying. It, 
It could be the clearly. Netflix animated I, series, no, but you know, who knows? No, no nonsense. Whatever. Clearly, we're clearly we are influencers. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, I was a little surprised to see Lost Ark on this list, though, at number five with over a hundred thousand concurrent people playing. Is that the right yeah, word? It's yeah. free. Um, mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's it is free. free, but like, but I mean, like, look at all the other games; they're free too. Cost. Yeah. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say this, but, you know. People might be like, how is this big news? But one of the beautiful things about Steam is knowing what is gaining hype and traction as a gamer really, really helps. Valheim came out of nowhere with this. People started saying all of a sudden, guys, there's like 500,000 people playing Valheim or downloading it. And so the really nice thing about this minor change in Steam is that it really does give us a glimpse as to, is there a game out there that maybe is flying under the radar that's a phenomenal game that people haven't heard of? You know, Cult of the Lamb, right? Like, nobody heard of Cult of the Lamb. Like, there was one or two articles on it, maybe. But then all of a sudden, you start seeing this thing rising up the Steam charts. As more and more people play it and they like it, they tell their friends, Right. And then they go, oh, you guys should try this. And so this is a very nice, easy, concise way because the Steam database, Steam charts thing was very ugly. It was hard to navigate. You couldn't filter like the things that you wanted to see very easily. I mean, you could, but it just wasn't very user friendly. So this is really nice to see Steam say, hey, this is beneficial for gamers. And so we're going to just make it native to Steam and easy to access and easy to look at. Yeah, I'm very happy with the upgrade. I don't know how often I'll use it, maybe every once in a while, but it is nice. Like, if I'm looking for a new game to play and I'm like, hey, I, I'm really undecided, well, this game is being played by a lot of people for a couple of weeks uh, consecutively. Maybe I'll check it out. I'm, I'm going to look at the downloads, like which games are actually being downloaded, because I feel like Counter Strike, Global Offensive, Apex, like all these free to play games, I feel like are always on the most played list. To oh, be yeah, honest with you, you know, like I don't yeah. know that oh, that CSGO changes has held it for yeah, yeah exactly. So, but the which you know, hey, this is the number one downloaded game or purchase game. You know, I think that list would be fairly handy to try to find something off of if you're looking for another game. That makes sense. I also just like seeing them adding new stuff that you can look at. Like we didn't cover it, but I think the week prior, Xbox had announced that they were going to start adding the estimated time to beat a game yeah. on mm-hmm. the store marketplace. Stuff like that is really cool. If they start adding more stuff like that into Steam, I'll be thrilled because then you get to kind of see, oh, this game is $20, but everyone reports you can beat it in an hour and a half. That might inform whether or not I think it's a good purchase. Now, obviously, with Xbox, they have the benefit of having the Game Pass, uh, whereas Steam might lose some sales. But at the same time, I think it would be a really neat feature. So I wonder if we'll see them continue to add more stats like this, Yeah, which I think are awesome. All right. And then our last news story of the week is regarding NVIDIA. We know that the 40 series of cards have been announced they will be priced at a relatively high rate guys the rtx 4090 is uh gonna set you back one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars oh my goodness (laughs) so basically what a 3080 was going for like like six months months ago ago. (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, guys it's it's the future. No, we're in the forty series. We're in the future. This is not good news. I actually have been doing a lot of reading on this, and it's, it's like not, three times better, Josh. No, it's not three times better. Don't buy into the hype, <laughs> yeah, fellas. That's what I don't get. I was reading that. Okay, so my my thirty eighty Ti that I just got right 
which is definitely better than my 1080 was this and that but like i know the 1080 to the 3080 is not it's not a huge jump it's a big jump but they're saying that the 3080 ti is three times inferior to essentially the 4080 ti or the 4080 16 gigabyte version i'm not buying that it's not i don't see the jump having to be that being that big nvidia would like you to believe that but if you are if you are techie at all you can go onto the the interwebs um and that's where people communicate and stuff and uh (laughs) (laughs) there have been a lot of tech websites there's a lot of tech youtube videos and stuff like that that actually breaks down what this nvidia 40 series is and the short answer is this is a huge uh money grab basically like there's a lot of people that are upset at this because this is one of the most expensive cards that Nvidia has released at a price point of $1600 crazy but the performance to dollar ratio is one of the lowest that has actually come out and been released by Nvidia in quite some time but that's funny because they put in their own release and I put it down as a direct quote they are fantastic value relative to the similarly priced 3080 GPUs. Nope. And that does not seem to be the case. It is not no. the case at all. And without getting too, too nerdy, like the new 40 series uses 192 bit bus, whereas, like, I think the, two th- the 20 series and I believe the 30 series all use a 256 bit bus. Um, yes, you know, they've got more RAM, but that is not the end all be all uh, right. of these things. They're trying to talk about their rasterizer cores and stuff like that. But people that are smarter than me in this aspect basically have written these articles and they break down why this is one of the worst cards that you can actually buy for the money. And that's where the the people getting upset are starting to come out because NVIDIA should have said, listen, we don't have this huge upgrade. So we're going to price these accordingly until maybe we get to the next generation. And that's fine. Sometimes technology skips a generation before you get a really big update. That's okay. But don't price your card as twice as expensive as the previous line when it's only really like 30% better. And then you're trying to sell it with big words and stuff like that, but you're trying to rob people at this point. Well, and it's crazy, too, because they're talking about all these things that are somewhat immeasurable. Like, you just used a term on what they're calling their their GPU set. They're talking about a lot of ray tracing stuff and things like that. Those are harder to tangibly say. What are the speeds going to be? They're more of a quality upgrade. And I think that's kind of where they're leaning into it a little bit too much. As if you, everyone knows, like, the 1080 to the 2080 was not that big of a jump. It wasn't a next gen. The 2080 to 3080 was a little bit more. What's different, though? The 3080, like, I got a really good one. You've got a good one, Josh. Um, but at the same point like like is this really a next gen card like they're saying it seems like they're just leading into a lot of hype words and power stances and just trying to trying to sell a gullible public on a on a product that is way overpriced and interestingly did you guys see what amd has recently announced (laughs) yes i did they are lowering the price of all of their radions Ah. because they are preparing for their new line of products so it's really too bad because i have owned multiple cards by amd and nvidia and maybe it's just bad luck but my amd cards have never worked out well they all overheat they've given me issues i've always had to end up getting rid of them before i thought i could you know i always thought i'd be able to use them much longer 
So it's too bad, but it's a pretty brilliant move because they're lowering the cost of their cards. People are kicking back against this NVIDIA announcement. So we're seeing a little bit of a shift of power going more toward AMD right now. I love what AMD is doing on this because that yeah. is exactly what you do is they waited for NVIDIA to get money hungry and get and get greedy, to be honest. And then they went, oh, really? Because NVIDIA is getting a ton of pushback from this. They're, like I said, just go search for it. Most of the articles and YouTube videos out there and stuff are basically saying this sucks. And so AMD looks at that and goes, well, hey, let's take care of people, man. Let's lower the price of our cards and let's try to gain that market share. And I love it. You know, I, I mean, honestly, I'm all for it. So I just, I hate to see this because NVIDIA has also come out and said that the days of falling GPU prices, they're, they're almost saying, well, nobody's going to do this because they're more expensive to, to make now. And then right. AMD comes out and proves them wrong. It says, no, it's, we're going to lower our prices. It was such a bold move on, on both companies. Like for, for NVIDIA to say something like that, first of all, that's balderdash. It's bonkers to say, oh, these days are over. They cost too much. And AMD's like, ha. Nope. Yeah. And they just do it right in the face of NVIDIA saying, you guys are full of it. Yeah. And you're, you're the only people saying this, that they're so much three times better and they're not going to go down in price is the people who are selling them. That's it. Everybody else is like, this is bogus. Yeah. Well, you know, nothing works better than voting with your wallet. Yeah. So we'll see if people buy yeah. it. If people still buy these cards at 1600 then that's going to be the new norm. Um, we're gonna have to wait and see. I, I hope people don't do it. So that way we can yank these cards back to a reasonable price. But uh, what are you going to do? So we are all done covering the news stories that we thought would be most interesting this week. We do Huzzah! have a little bit of an announcement because normally we would announce what our next uh, Monday episode would be, which is always an hour long plus. And it'll be a deep dive. We are going to be rolling back our episode on Overwatch 2 when we got into that beta because we are taking a little bit more time to play Cyberpunk. We want to make sure that everyone has enough time, even though I've already beaten it twice and have 100 percented it uh i know michael is playing for the first time we want to give everyone time to fully experience it so that'll give us a better cyberpunk deep dive down the road and hopefully you guys will enjoy hearing our thoughts on overwatch 2 because that will release here in just a couple days yeah it's a good one too and also it just so happens that it releases the day before overwatch 2 actually releases so for anybody that might have missed that, this is going to be a great primer into the actual full release of Overwatch 2, and you can kind of know what to expect from that as well. And it'll be nice to see what's changed, because I do know that some things have changed since then. So it's going to be a very good indicator as to what has happened since the beta to the actual release of the game, balance issues, you know, and quality of life stuff and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, or um, us putting this game out, this this old review out, will be excellent clickbait for those of you that think it's a new episode. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. In the notes on here, Paul is just editing. It says, do not actually say this. Just believe it. Okay, never. Don't tell um, our secrets, Guys, Michael. listen to the episode. It's going to be great. Uh, but not a lot has changed. We've gotten, a lot, we've gotten a couple of minor changes, but it's a good refresh if you want to hear our thoughts on Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch 1. Yeah. So as always, we'll have our quick take release on Saturday. Monday will be a rewind, but then on a week from today, we'll be back with a normal twig episode for this week in gaming. And that's all that we have for you guys here today. So just as a reminder, go check out multiplayersquad.com to see our Patreon page. Follow us on socials at MultiplayerPod. And then we will see you guys on Saturday for that quick take. And then Monday for that rewind Overwatch 2 episode. Thanks everyone for listening. And we will see you all next time. Happy gaming. Yes, good day, BDE, which is Old English for 
Have a good day. Uh, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to say bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. See ya.